Welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. And I'm Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. And we are just sitting here beside a sunny window this afternoon. And it looks like it's gorgeous outside, but I'm wondering why, Nathaniel, did you say a storm is coming? No, it's a windy day today. I heard wow. uh, I heard this morning a lot of people were telling me that there was going to be a, a big storm. I wonder if that passed by already. Why are you laughing? Sorry. Because he keeps hitting the mic. <laughs> With another mic. My bad. I got to put that mic down. I got to put it down. <laughs> He's but hitting one mic with another. What a technical guy. You're just yeah. swinging mics around and... All right. Yeah, but you kind of look super official with all this equipment in front That's of you. Right. Nathaniel's oh, our sound guy. Cables the over the shoulder. The right now. Yeah. So what... Since you're our little sound guy here, what was your fur like? When did you start doing sound or videos or whatever? Whatever got you into that? Oh, it all started with uh, actually when we moved into this place, because uh, like a that long reason? time ago, a so long, about four years. Yeah, a, okay. a while ago, I wanted to buy a microphone because all I had was a really garbage headset that I had on my computer, and I wanted to just get a better microphone than what I had, and so I saved up for one. And after that, it was like, oh, it's actually really interesting what I've learned from researching all of this. So that, that kind of stirred me on to buying more microphones over time until I built up to the amount I have now, which is <laughs> yeah. definitely excess amount of microphones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I started getting into music before moving here. Okay, but you were into movies before moving here. Remember What was that movie called that you and Graham did? The ghost. The ghost. Yeah, yeah, that was Brendan who convinced us to make that. <laughs> that was like long, what, ten years ago? Ooh, so you were starting yeah, to do now. movies yeah, already then. So it seems like almost as long as I can remember, we've been buying you stuff for your birthdays for movie and sound. And still movie are. and sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's not a microphone one week or one year, then it's like lighting or what are those white things called that you have? Filters? Uh, reflectors, diffusers, diffusers, diffusers. You're kind of like one of them. he's kind of like the person who's all dressed up with no place to go. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I got all these skills. I got nowhere to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got here. So you um, went into podcasts. That's right. There we go. It's a great way to start. <laughs> what a feel good story that yeah. one was. Way to go. Well, you're, you're into into music quite a lot, right? I do a lot of music. Um, yeah, basically since I was 12, uh, picked up a guitar, and ever since that, it's been Wow, you know, worship team after worship team yeah. for were you how like many a, years? Were you a natural going in, or did it take a long time to really? Fit you in? know, interesting. We had a um, a friend of the family um, came down one day, and he brought a guitar, and he said, uh, he said, I think you could play this, and he gave you know handed me the guitar, and he said, um, I'm coming back in a few days. He said, if you can learn a song, I'll buy you a brand new guitar and amp, and I thought. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And so two days passed and he came back and I learned a dozen songs. And um, I sat down and just sort of picked out all these, you know, these tunes, everything from the Beatles on up, you know. Right. And uh, and I sat there for about 20 minutes and just played. Um, and he just silently stood up and left the room, left the house. And I thought, oh, you know, I, I, yeah, and you so. never saw the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to wait for the end of the story. And uh, and he came back uh, about three hours later with a brand new guitar and uh, and a brand new amp. And he wow, came in and he nice. said, a deal is a deal and put it down and that was it. I think it would have been a lot harder then because you didn't have the internet to teach you. So how were you no. learning chords? Did you have a book or something? No, you just do it by ear. Did you listen it, to music while you were doing it? Or were you just no, playing by memory? By memory. Wow. Come on, yeah. there's no... You can actually learn a chord by ear? Oh, yeah. Oh, you could. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. A lot oh, of times... I must um, be so bad we'll, at it. We'll build <laughs> chords. Like when you're playing, you can actually just build your own chord. You don't have a clue what it is and what it's called. That's but how it's, I've played. It's probably yeah. some kind of augmented or diminished mm-hmm. chord set or with, something. With me, when I play guitar, I know like four really basic chords. Okay. But I know so many different variations of that chord that are definitely called different things. But I just know them as that chord but the fingers here yeah kind of thing yeah. yeah well most of the most of the trick to guitar playing is not in the uh, the hand not in the the, the left hand mm-hmm. for actually you know being on the fretboard it's the right hand is is most of the work 
and yeah. um, you know so and, and that's what a lot of guitarists will concentrate on is the right hand and, and sort of a picking strumming you know kind of a combination right. um, because I, I always played rhythm guitar because there was nobody that would play rhythm everybody wanted to play lead mm. so I just did rhythm and uh, so it served me well for later on yeah. uh, that, that just fit right in I could never get past the sore fingers I just can't get past it you know you try learning guitar for a couple of days and my fingers are killing me, and I give it up. But yeah, I mean, but it, it seems easier than piano. I would say piano takes years. Piano. I tried to self-teach myself piano, and I got pretty far. Just yeah. Just by basically just playing with stuff, seeing what sounded good, and now I can comfortably play something. You should play for me. You never have. No, I've, I've never, never heard played, you play I've piano. I've only ever played drums and mm-hmm. from yep. you guys whenever we do church or anything like that. But yeah, it's it's weird going to other instruments from drums because I, I don't really know the theory behind how chords and all that would work. It's a, it's actually, um, in a lot of ways, it's similar. Instruments um, can be similar to other instruments. And so mm-hmm. that's why you you see people um, who can pick up any stringed instrument and, and basically get it mm-hmm. because the theory is, is, is a lot the same. But drums is actually, um, believe it or not, very close to strumming patterns. On That's kind of why I've always focused on, on strumming patterns when mm-hmm. playing guitar. Yeah, because um, a lot of it really mimics, um, you know, drum work. And, and a lot of times because we didn't have, uh, we didn't have drums in the band for the longest time when yeah. I was when I was a kid. You know, everybody would form right. these garage bands, and uh, so um, I'd play drum on the side of my guitar as I was playing, and. Playing at church, I actually follow your strumming sometimes to mm-hmm. play the drums because you always hit like harder at certain points. He's drumming that guitar. Snare, yeah. I am much. drumming <laughs> and not strumming. Yeah, that's there right. Yeah. It's nice you got a real good beat going there. Have you ever thought that that it's interesting how God brings us through these things and you think, okay, well, I'm learning guitar and I'm playing and I'm just having a good time. But he's actually using those things for a purpose later on in your life. I've noticed that with writing, too. Like, I used to write a diary every day when I was a kid, or I would read books like um, Harriet the Spy or, um, you know, The Secret Garden and stuff like that when I was a kid. But I just thought, oh, this is fun. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm keeping a diary every single day. But I never thought that God was sort of, I guess the word is, preparing me at that time to be a writer and it's interesting to see how all these little paths that you kind of go down where there's also the art so I had on one hand I'm writing in my diary at night but then I'm sitting there working on artwork before I go to bed and now all those things come together for one ministry where I'm ministering at Time Warp Wife and even Time Warp Wife might be only a path to something different that God is leading me to I find that really cool I've seen it several times where, um, you know, when you get a, the benefit of being able to look back at things after things have happened, you know, quite often mm-hmm. it's something that, you know, you get involved in, don't think much of it. Uh, and then when when things, when, when a trial will come by, everything looks terrible. And then you look back at it again and just go, wow, everything lined up so perfectly, you know, to get us to this this new place. And it's, it's, it's incredible, the wisdom of God and just how he has everything planned out for us. And um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I went through a trial this week, Pat, no, last week, and I didn't really want to get into too many details on my blog about it because for one thing, it's kind of hard to explain. I even can't really explain the details of it yet, but I was sick to my stomach and I'm going through this trial and for like two days I had a burning in my stomach and I just wanted to grab onto a garbage can wherever I was and just maybe heave and then yesterday um, through this trial I ran into an old friend of mine I don't know if she'd even listen to this but I just I ran into her and um, I realized that I was put in that position if not for anything else but to make amends with this person and to heal a wound that was just opened a long time ago and it was really cool how God had led me to that and I thought God I don't care if I'm my stomach's gonna burn for a year if it's even for that one thing where one wound is healed and 
and it reminded me of that verse again that I think we shared, we might have shared last time on the podcast, where um, in hmm, Esther, where it says, uh, where her her cousin Mordecai? Oh, think? for such a time as this? Yeah, where he mm-hmm. says, maybe God has brought you to the palace for such a time as this. And um, I thought, you know, maybe God has brought me to this trial for such a time as this, even mm-hmm. if it's for that one moment. Right. Then praise God. He can use me in that way. And yeah, it's going to hurt and it's going to bring me through a lot. But if God is going to use that, I'm all for it. And so I go to bed at night and I've been practicing lately to just thank God for the trial. You know, not thank him for what he's giving me through the trial, but thank him for the trial itself. Thank you for stretching me, stretching me in ways I never imagined that I could be stretched. Thank you for teaching me patience. Thank you for leading me somewhere where I would have never stepped out myself and um, just the uh, the benefits of the trials that we go through are amazing yeah absolutely I mean it's um, with with trials going through them it is definitely a faith building process yeah. and um, and then it, and it teaches us endurance you know and so very important something that that we need to go through and uh, but but you're right nobody wants to Nobody, yeah. want, nobody will wake up in the morning and say, well, today is the day I want something obviously terrible to happen to me and, uh, you know, and uh, and make it so terrible, you know, that, yeah. uh, you know, that I won't be able to sleep for a week. You know, nobody's going to do that. But if we could get a glimpse into it, like I was able to get that little glimpse yesterday and see the beauty in the trial and see what God was doing through my trial which normally we don't get to see how often do we get to see the purpose of our trials, Mm -hmm. but we have to trust God that there is beauty in the trial and there's something good that is, that is coming out of it all the time. Yep. Yeah. I think so. And, uh, I don't know, even you at your young age, has there been any trials that I've definitely had falling out or falling out or I've fallen out with a lot, a lot of friends. Oh, that's, uh, I mean now all those people I'm good friends with again. But uh, there's a lot of people that I stopped talking to or something happened in between another friend of mine and then it would kind of split us apart. But uh, recently, a lot of friends I've been meeting through new friends. So like I I meet somebody new and then that person happened to know the person I fell out with before. And then through them, I would meet them again. And then everything would just kind of come back full circle. (laughs) And then that was our chance to kind of rekindle everything, make amends. that's happened a few times now good I don't even know what happened with this friend it's just that it seemed like it was a snowball and one thing led to another and things just got uglier and uglier and uglier and just for seeing her for those few minutes yesterday I was able to say I'm really sorry and you didn't deserve any of that I'm not even really sure what it is that we both did or why this all fell apart but I said, I miss your laughter. It's definitely one of the greatest things that I've ever had in my life is that laughter. She had a belly laugh that was just like, unlike anyone else's that I've ever heard. It was, it was pretty amazing. And I, and I do miss that. And, you know, even with a lot of people that I've met over the years, I find that it's almost like you can pinpoint one thing that really stood out to you about that person that either you really miss or something that you've taken with you over the years, something you've learned from them and said, I was changed a little bit because of that person. Have you ever had that, Michael? Um, I think over the years, there's been several people that I think a lot of people leave their mark on us for sure. You know, where, yeah, a good way to put it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that's, that's, that's a, a huge part of, um, of what shapes us to be, you know, who we are now. And, um, yeah, and a lot of times I pray and I thank God for a number of people that I've known, um, you know, through my life that, uh, right starting from when I was a kid with my grandmother, um, I, I was the only one in, uh, in our family to, uh, to actually go to church and nobody else was all that interested in going, but, uh, I enjoyed it and, uh, was involved and, you know, and it went from there, and and to this day that uh, I'm still the only one out of the whole family. Um, you know that that is a believer, and you know, and you know, and like I say, there's there's been a number of people um, 
that have uh, that have really been there for me and made a big difference and uh, really encouraged me along the way. I like what you said about it really makes me think when you said that people leave their mark on you. Absolutely. And I think yeah. that really goes to speak to us about the mark that we leave on other people and the potential we have to affect lives. When you think of all the relationships that you've had and all the interactions you've had over the years, you gotta wonder what's the mark that I've left on people. Have I lived Christ? And there's a famous quote that says, you might be the only Bible that people are reading. And so what are they reading when they meet you? Are they are they seeing Christ or are they seeing someone that's um, backstabbing, someone that's angry, someone that's not full of joy? There's a lot of things that we can be, and I think it's important that we leave our best mark on people, but not so much that we shine, but that Jesus is shining through us. Well, I think, too, like in Scripture, it talks about... Um, um, about a, a married couple and how the woman is a believer, the man is a non-believer, and uh, and the Bible says, how will you? How do you know that you know just by your you know living living your life? How you how do you know you're not going to influence him to becoming a believer? You know, and so even yeah. without a word, without a word, um, by our actions and by our love, um, you know, giving of ourselves. Um, we can we can really make a difference. We can impact a lot of people. Absolutely. I don't think I affected as many people when I was 18 years old as Nathaniel does. Nathaniel, <laughs> you seem to be a go-to guy to some of your friends who kind of call you up and they're, you know, I need to talk. And even I do that. So I'm wondering someday, I'm thinking, is this guy going to be a... a what do you call it? A, a psychologist? Psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, it's, I want to lie on your couch and just you know do all the talking and let you listen. There, there's a lot of friends. I, I do that, but it's not like I'm I'm known as the person who's there. You are to me. Okay, to you. Okay. Yeah, okay. But uh, there, but I'm your mom. There's a lot of my friends that also are in the same position where people know they can go to them whenever yeah. they need to talk. There's actually quite a few of them. So it's kind of like everybody's there for everybody. One thing Which I've is noticed good. is that you have a really great group of friends. Whenever I've met any of your friends over the years. So if they're listening now, you know, shout out to Jake and Cole and Eric. I love you guys. Yeah. They have just been like incredible. And you've known these guys since like most of them since grade kindergarten, yeah. I think. Yeah, a lot of my friends I've known since kindergarten. You should see, Michael, you weren't there the day that I took Nathaniel into his kindergarten class when we went to meet his teacher, Mr. Kaler. He was such a brat. I remember you were laying on the floor in the hallway and Brendan had to watch you while I went into the classes with the other kids and he was just yeah. like wiped out when we came out. You were just being such a brat. And you were <laughs> every day up until you went into kindergarten. And then I just thought, oh, this poor teacher, he's going to have to deal with Nathaniel every day. Yeah. And finally I get a break. <laughs> and then I talked to him and he's like, your kid is such a pleasure in my class. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, he's so hilarious. The kids think you're so funny. And I wasn't sure what he meant until I started to volunteer at lunch and stuff. And then I saw you, like, you'd just be sitting there at lunchtime, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden you just, like, flip off your chair. Or <laughs> I was the class clown. You were, you bit. were like that. You call that, I guess, slapstick humor? Yeah, maybe it was worse for you, because it was, you just saw it all the time. And then I kind of went into a class, and it was kind of sporadic and bombastic, and then everyone kind of found it funny. Yeah, and then maybe the teacher liked that. I was just making everyone laugh. And one I don't time, think I've ever seen a kid who actually would refer to themselves as bombastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bombastic. Okay. Wow. One time we, I drove him to Eric's school. He had the day off, and so he went to visit Eric at school. And uh, <laughs> and the kids are all like looking out the window of the class. I don't know what grade they were in, but you were doing weird stuff. Remember in the oh, playground? Was that when the teacher was laughing at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you were doing. I was doing, just but... walking around and I accidentally tripped a little bit once. And then apparently <laughs> the teachers laughed at me from inside the class. But yeah. I was really worried about you when you were young. Because you would you like, were terrible. throw yourself down the yeah. stairs for a laugh. You'd I be walking and then. For a laugh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe because you were the youngest. You were the baby. Maybe. Maybe I just tried to show off. Like. And I, then when you found out that you could get money for your teeth, oh boy, that was dangerous. Yeah, that was. You shouldn't have introduced that to me. No. <laughs> He was trying to pull out his teeth. Did I do anything dangerous with with that? With your teeth? Um, yeah. You tried to pull them out all the time. You well, when did. They were a little loose. Uh, I tried to like put them on a door and then slam the door shut, stuff like that. Yeah, but you're supposed to tie a string around your tooth and slam the door, oh, not like slam right. a door into okay. your face. That's where I went wrong. Yeah. 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 But, I was scared you were going to pull your teeth out, all your teeth, because you wanted to. You were like, you didn't care. Yeah. You didn't seem to have a pain threshold no, no that's true really yeah hmm. yeah that's true wow yeah. that I was pretty that. funny yeah. <laughs> i have vague memories of, of that time maybe, maybe you just needed reasons. to buy more snacks i think you were a little snacker was. i was a snacker yeah. Yeah. we had a um we had a, a friend of ours who was a carpenter and he came in and uh, i remember he remodeled our kitchen and um and so in the kitchen he came up with this idea it was uh it was it was cool, and on the the doors of the uh, the on the drawers, instead of having wood fronts, they were glass, and so there was a space of about an inch where he filled them with Smarties, and I'll never forget the one time I walked into the room to see Nathaniel with his lips against the glass trying to suck the Smarties through the glass, <laughs> which is great. I'd always know when they take it. I come down the stairs, and then one of the kids would say, "What, mom? What? What?" <laughs> Right away, as soon as I got to the bottom yeah, of the yeah. stairs, what, mom? Very good at hiding it. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, I miss that kitchen. It was gorgeous. I want another one. one yeah, of thanks, Dan. That was awesome. Full of that. Oh yeah, that was Dan, Dan. Franklin. Oh, we can yeah, still do that now. Great. We can just it? replace all the drawers with Smarties. Oh the yeah, but still I don't want that. you licking guess, the yeah, counters. Yeah. Uh, you'd come down and all be gone. <laughs> yeah, I know better ways now to get those smart. You got so. long fingers now. You'll that's just right. stick them yeah. in there. And I know how to use tools now. That's, but they were that's actually they were M and M's. You always call them Smarties. Oh, were they? Yeah, they oh. were. Melt right. in your mouth, not in your hands. Oh. So all yeah, right. I don't know why it makes a difference to me, but no, M and M's are bigger and they don't melt altogether. If you had, I think, if you had a pack of Smarties in a drawer like that. You get a little bit of heat from the kitchen; they'd all be melted together. No, so but the M and M's have a nice hard shell on them. Well, there's a science experiment for you to do at home. <laughs> door of Smarties. Yeah. That's right. Build a door with glass fill and with fill them with Smarties and yep. fill them with M and M's and see what happens in ten years. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have a re. I have a letter from one of the readers. Would you guys like to hear it? Let's hear this. Let's do it. All right, now before I read this question, I just um, wanted to say if you have any questions, send them to us at timewarpwife.com. And what else do we want them to do, Nathaniel? Uh, prayer requests. Yeah, if you have any prayer requests, send them to us. Okay, now you stole mine because yeah. I'm I'm always the prayer request guy. I have no idea. <laughs> she what stole you've... mine, so now I'm lost. Oh, what did she take? What did she say? Uh, she took my questions. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So what am I supposed to say now? Subscribe. She's, she's, subscribe. Oh, subscribe. Say subscribe. Hit subscribe. Yeah. Whatever Whether you're means. on YouTube <laughs> or iTunes or whatever, hit that subscribe there we go. button. And then uh, go to my website at timewarpwife.com for Bible studies and everyday daily devotions. So question one. I want my son to meet up with other kids since he's not old enough to be in school yet. Okay, so this kid must be about five, four. All right. What are some good ways to help him meet other kids? Allison M. Okay. I feel like I should know this. Yeah, you should. You're yeah, the youngest, I'm so you, of, you But this take is this. Uh, talking to, like a kid that's younger than yeah. school age. Right. I mean, I would say the internet's a good way to do it, but that's also very, Not for a very unsafe at that age. Not for a five-year-old. Yeah. I would say to a park. I'd say to a schoolyard, well, you know what, in the age of COVID, I don't know if that changes everything too, but that's what we used to do, is we used to take the kids, uh, you guys, to uh, to the schools, to the play structures at the schools, and you'd meet a bunch of other kids. Would and, we, though? Would yeah, we well, kids? I mean, we've got some lifelong friends. Um, that's how we met them and uh, and their family. Would that be the same anymore, though? 
I don't know. I mean, parents are not with COVID. Out. I think everybody's just sort of afraid. Okay, so COVID aside, let's do COVID, COVID aside. aside. All right. COVID, COVID aside, Alex. I'd say I'd say to the schools off hours uh, to the play structures. Yeah, but do people still do that? To the off hours, yeah, that's how we met the Scabovius kids. Right, but still, like, are, are there still a lot of people going to those parks? Because I haven't been there for a few years now. Well, I'm yeah. Well, I you're old, either, but, but if you were five, you'd be there. You'd be there. You'd be so. at the playgrounds. I feel like if there but was a playground two houses down the street from us now, you'd probably still be there. You'd that's fair. So yeah. bored with okay. the whole COVID yeah, lock no, me in the house thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, my answer would be Uh-oh. Sunday school, of course. Sunday I don't school. know if your kids are enrolled in Sunday school yet, but the churches always offer great programs for kids. Um, it seems like there are more most churches have more than just sunday school for your kids they also have stuff like bg club wednesday night club so i would definitely talk to um, your children's ministry leader at your church and if you don't go to a church yet um, then check out uh, online for a good evangelical church in your area find out if they have any kids clubs for children your age and if your child is really young there's also a lot of churches that have mom's groups and that used to be a lot of fun when i was young i went to mom's groups with my kids and the kids all get to play together and the moms talk yeah i think they call that tot time now or something at a lot of the churches yeah they call yeah. it do you go to really? tot time Nathaniel? do you go to tot time <laughs> i don't no no <laughs> All right. no, do you ever that. remember going to tot like when you were five how did you meet kids do you remember back that far i remember before i went to school yeah i didn't meet kids i don't think i think it was I, just family friends it almost I, seems yeah. like to me if you're gonna you want your kids to meet kids at the age of four and five years old you have to be willing to meet parents and I think that's how mo- our kids met most of the kids. So we'd have to go with them. Even yeah, there was a right. time when you were using the car on Sundays, you had to work on Sundays for a while. Mm-hmm. So I would call the Calvary Temple bus and say, can you pick us up? They'd pick us up from our house. I had to go on the bus with the kids to Sunday school. And mm-hmm. it gives you an opportunity to meet their parents too, which is so important at that age. Right. That's right. Because you want to make sure that your kids are going to be hooked up with other kids that are going to be a good influence on them at that age influence is so important Mm -hmm. and of course you're going to be supervising the kids you're not just going to be sending them off so you want to make sure that you're going to be able to get along with the parents good too because you're going to be spending a lot of time with these with these other parents so you know mom's groups great sunday school good one just go with the kids be involved with the kids look for free things in your area um they're on the Christian radio stations, they announce a lot of free stuff that you can do teddy bear picnics or veggie tail parties. Maybe I'm kind of old to say a veggie tail party. I don't know if they do that anymore. I, don't, yeah. I, I think they're still a thing. <laughs> yeah, there's a thing. When I, was young. I, I think they're a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. they are. Stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of free stuff that you can be doing out there. And it's hard to say now because it changes with each generation how people meet. Because with me, it was a lot of it was going to the park or just family friends. But then maybe yeah. a next generation coming will be a lot of people meet each other just by playing video games when they're younger. Which is, to me, is I think a little bit sad. That That's one thing that uh, I think video games and, and getting together with friends when you're older is, is fine. But I think you need to have sort of that, you know, that, that, that uh, more personal interaction. That's when yeah. school comes in handy, though. What, school? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is good to, I'm not saying it's, it's bad to meet people at that age, but it just kind of how things are now it seems like the norm is kind of but this is a child that is not old enough to be in school yet and i do want to backtrack like you were saying that you know definitely i don't think that internet is a good idea and maybe you were thinking of an older kid when you said that obviously i was thinking more video games because kids that age i i can see playing playing games five years old yeah oh man no come on okay five years old. what kind of game uh, oh, I don't know what whatever's popular. <laughs> whatever if a kid's popular. playing video games, I think they uh. should be playing with their dad. But you know, not like on the internet with other kids. Like you don't even know if those are other kids on the internet. It could be some old guy named Bill. I mean, maybe it's 
I mean, it, it could be. Yeah. Every bill is saying, wait a minute. Right. I mean, <laughs> what did I do? That's just a, It's always dangerous I know, what it's you just, do. It but, is like meeting. Yeah. For one thing, you're breaking the major rule, which is meeting strangers online. Yeah. But it's also the same thing. Stranger danger. You have a chance of just meeting somebody outside. Well, you don't send your kid alone bill. for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's five. You're not going to see. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Go door to door and find friends. But, what? I mean, your name's not Johnny? That kid's name is Bill. Maybe at that age, you wouldn't be playing names alone. Maybe you'd have somebody no. there. Or you'd just be playing whatever game your parents had or something like that. Like, I, I grew up a lot playing, like, uh, with... Auntie Betty, she had a lot of consoles and stuff like that that I just mm-hmm. played at her place. But she wasn't there. letting you online to play with Bill, was she? Not with Bill, no. <laughs> no. See, at, at our house, if, if you were five, you would be helping me mop up the basement after me leaving the water running in the kitchen oh. for pretty much. Yeah. Oh, I came terrible. in yesterday oh, and Michael was at home and there's a and water he cleaned fall. up the kitchen. All so nice. But and that I was in, last night. I that said, was last night. What's yeah. that water sound I hear? And he was in the bathroom and the tap in the kitchen was just overflowing. I yep. go in the basement and it sounds like there's a sound app, a beautiful sound oh, app. Oh, it's gorgeous. It sounded like tropical falls. rainforest, oh, but it was actually the sound of the water <laughs> rolling across the ceiling in the basement and draining down the wall. Yeah. So we had an electrical outlet, like the all the light switches, water was, was pouring out of the light switches. And um, not one of and my finer moments. And this is why I stayed home with the kids Should for most of years. Did I just sleep through this or something? Like, I think yeah. you did, actually. <laughs> you did, yeah. I never and, knew uh, oh, oh, there was half an inch, almost an inch of water across the kitchen. Yeah, Dad I, ran oh, a 5K in like, in like 30 seconds. He was well, just I swam the last half. He oh, was yeah, yeah. running. Oh, yeah, you, it was the Ironman competition. That's right. That's yeah. right. I am ready. <laughs> yeah, it was. But okay. That it was nice. You had the whole house all cleaned up for me and everything. Oh, sp- yeah, specifically just yeah, it's just Thank sparkling you. for that. Oh, that was sweet. He I mean, even it, he even got to mop the floor at the end of it all. That's right. Yeah. And After the ceiling. I, I actually just finished washing the floors. <laughs> and oh, even better. Yeah. I know. Well, I know. the aftermath is a lot better than it could have been. Yep. Yeah. Minimal damage. So the roof isn't caved in. It's not completely caved in or anything. No. No. Why did you leave the room with the sink going? Yeah. Um. (laughs) You know what? I'm I'm not usually that easily distracted. Yeah. But I was just doing so many things at one time, and you know, so Mm -hmm. I was just running all over the place, (laughs) and then ran into the washroom, came out of the washroom as mom came in, and oh, that was. And I said, "Why is there water running? What is that? You could just hear it." I I just yelled. Oh no! <laughs> so it was like a shot. But, oh well. That's funny. So did we give Allison her answer? What are some? Good I'm sure ways we did. Yeah, we gave help? a few answers in there. Did we all agree? Uh, I don't know if we agreed. There is one more idea. I, I think want. we all gave. Very I think good the Sunday answers. school thing is is actually. I'm a little embarrassed that I didn't mention it. I'm gonna, I know. I I'm was just be smiling. I felt so good about that. by all of our Sunday school people when yeah. I get back to church. I have but, to confess my sin of pride there. I, well, it's been it's been <laughs> six weeks since we've been since we've been at church, and uh, yeah. So you know what? Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm beginning, I, I don't know, I think I'm going to have to go back and, and re-meet all of these people I've known for so many oh, years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I yeah. had a lady that contacted me today, and she was saying that since her church hasn't been able to get together, she wondered if um, she would be able to distribute some of my Bible study materials from Time Warp Wife to her church, and I thought, that's a great idea. So if anyone's <laughs> listening and you want to do um, some Bible studies at home, I have really... Um, organized things last night on my site so the bible studies are a lot more easier to navigate just go to timewarpwife.com and click on the link that says bible studies you're going to see a list of them there and each one has a table of contents so you can get um i'd say 95 percent of the bible studies are free i think only one of them wasn't but i still provided a lot of information so there's a lot of free information and tons of free bible studies on there for you Excellent. Yeah. So let's get to a second question. All right. Um, This one's from Aaron G. Hi, Aaron. Thanks for sending your question in. My wife has a job opportunity that may lead to us moving to another state. It pays quite a bit more money than her current position, but it requires uprooting our life here and leaving friends and family behind. I'm not sure I want to do that, but I also want to support her. Do you have any advice? 
Wow. Um, I would say for me, um, I'm, I'm the type of a personality that would not move. Mm-hmm. I would not move. If you're comfortable where you are, I, or at least for me, I, if I was very comfortable where I was, I don't think I would need to up it. You don't I think you would need to up it? If yeah. I was given the opportunity, but I was happy where I was, I would, I would stay. Oh, here's what I say to them. I say that if you have an opportunity to move to another state, it might open a lot of doors for you. And if you don't have kids that are grown yet, now's the time to go. It depends on the age of your kids, because if you have kids that are grown and you have grandkids that are going to be left behind, that's certainly a concern. But if if you don't have kids yet or if they're still very young, then it's a great opportunity for you to get settled in a place where, where you can grow as a family. I would say go for it. There's a little bit of a side story on this one. Um, one of the other things, too, is it depends where you're going. Because um, I, I knew a person who, uh, who called me one day, lived in Wisconsin, and he said, I put my name in for this job in New York. And, um, and he says, I couldn't believe it. They, they called me, they interviewed me, and, and gave me the job. So he says, I'm, I'm off to New York. And they're throwing money at me. And he said the six figures, and and he was going to take this job, and so he thought, how can I lose? So he moves from Wisconsin to New York, and um, and then he he phoned and he said, uh, and he was he was laughing, and he said, didn't realize that the cost of living in New York is so much higher. He said it turned out that his standard of living actually dropped in New York, um, and a year later he ended up just moving back to to Wisconsin. Because he said, I could make a lot less money in Wisconsin, but the standard of living is just so much higher. And so uh, so it really depends, too, where you're going. Um, but I don't think money should ever be, I don't know, I, for myself, money would never be a factor. You know, to pull me away from, you know, from home and friends, um, I, 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 would, I would have trouble with that. Well, there's definitely, the money is something, I mean, that's the purpose of why we go to work, is for the money. So it's definitely something that's important. I also think is it job security? What kind of uh, industry is she in? Those are the things that I would consider too. Is it an industry that you know is a thriving industry? Is this a company that she can grow in? And are you both comfortable with moving too? That would be something. And are there people behind that will be able to look after your parents? Yeah, a lot of things to consider. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of things to consider. But I think that in the days that we're living right now with the internet how it is how it is i don't think that moving far away is as much of a hardship as it used to be at one time like you know in the 70s or the 50s if somebody were to move to another state you wouldn't hear from them when my sister moved to bc and we live in manitoba they used to call and give a one ring phone call and then they would hang up every night my sister would call We'd hear the one ring, and that knew that we knew that she was thinking about my parents. It was her way of saying, I love you, without spending extra money on telephone calls. But now, if you move from uh, New York to Wisconsin or vice versa, you can still be in touch with people on the phone every day, all the time. You can talk all day if, if you want to. Obviously, she's going to be busy working. But you can Skype, and um, yeah, you can really see each other well, so... I think it's not that big of a hardship if it's just from state to state. What do you think? I'm very different when it comes to that. Like, I will do anything I can to just stay where I am. Yes. Because I, I like it. <laughs> I mean, this place isn't really It's a... called contentment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like the familiarity of you this. You just love your it, mom. It depends on, on the person's... <laughs> is, that, is that it? He That's just it. loves his mom. No, I, I think it depends on the person's <laughs> attitude. I mean, you, you could go into it with all the best attitude and just say, well, you know, it's a bit of an opportunity. Maybe the money isn't a huge draw. You know, that could be. Um, but I'm, I've, I'm never comfortable with, with jumping into things just for the money. And just to say, oh, wow, I'm going to make this much more. Yeah. That but would make me But you keep saying that just for the money. Why do you think it's anything to do about the money? Because the money was mentioned as part of the, the it question. It pays quite a bit more than her current yeah. position. And so okay. that, that kind of tipped me off that, mm-hmm. okay, is this a money thing? Um, if it is, to... stay home. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it's not, well, You I also mean, need that's, to wonder funny. if the job they're going into, are they going to enjoy it? That's right. Like, what is it that they're going into? Is mm-hmm. there, are they going to be miserable but pay just a little more? Right. 
Yeah. And okay. Have to move and all that. But. Are you full of a little bit of baloney here? Because last year when I went for a walk with you to the golf course, do you remember that nice walk we had? New Zealand. You said you would you would definitely move to New Zealand if you had because the opportunity that's where the to. hobbits are from. Right. If there were <laughs> hobbits, maybe. That's right. Uh, no, I like. Or was that just a seventeen-year-old talk at the time? That's more of like a peaceful dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe at a point when I'm retired, or I just don't really have anything to do, it'd be nice to just go out somewhere with nature. Yeah. And stay out there. New Zealand was just an example of somewhere nice that I, I thought would would kind of give that nice vibe to it. But as of right now, where I'm working or I need to find a place to live, I don't really want to be moving. I'm surprised you remember that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right away <laughs> when I said it, you were like New Zealand. Yeah. There's a lot of people, I think, who are very career-minded, where we've been a lot more family-minded over the years. Um, that might just be personally who we are. Mm. I don't know, but career-minded is not a bad thing, um, n- not at all. I mean, um, you can you know build your. I mean, yeah, build your career, and uh, and that's uh, that's fantastic. I think it's just a lot of what is the motivation. If the motivation is good, then then fine. It's not a it's not a problem. I to me, I just don't know very many people that would. Um, that would want to leave because you're leaving behind, like you're saying, parents. You're leaving beside your church fam- behind your church family. Um, you know, friends. There's a lot to leave behind, and I think for me, I would, if I were to ever do that, I would get out there and say, "What have I done?" You know, I, I probably wouldn't sleep. I would just say, "What have I done?" I miss everybody, miss everything about the old place. Yeah. And, you know, I just wouldn't want to do it. Uh, but know. you get a new church family and you get new church friends. So that's kind of starting over. You're kind of just taking everything you've yeah. worked towards to that point and just saying, I'll do that again somewhere else. And that's a, that's a big Maybe starting big over isn't so bad. But here's the thing, and here's what I really want to leave them with, um, is that definitely pray about it. I'm going to tell you this, that if God doesn't want you to go, he will close the door. He will slam the door. And you know? that's yeah. right. I mean, if, if, if you go into it prayerfully, um, yeah, definitely he's, he's going to, uh, he's going to make it impossible if you're not to go. And, uh, you know, so that, that's part of it too. It's, if it's not, if it's not for good, I really do believe that if, if you are prayerfully taking that to God, that, uh, that he won't allow it to happen. Yeah. Give, um, like ask your friends to pray too, and ask God to give you that definite, um, door slam if you're not to go if it's something you really want to do step out and start doing it and if it's not God's will then You'll ask know. him to prevent you from from going there mm. and and if he doesn't prevent you then absolutely go ahead and believe that he will bless you because you're going in good faith and uh, I had some friends that had prayed and prayed and and God actually gave them a dream that was so real where God had said to them in no uncertain terms in a dream um, for the direction that they should go to. So sometimes God does that. He gives us that um, a real strong feeling. He might give us a dream. There might be a real quiet voice. Sometimes we just don't know what it is then and the way that God is leading us. So I say that we step forward prayerfully and trust that he will open and close doors. And that's how God leads. I find with us, like this year with COVID, he's definitely closed a door behind us. And um, Michael has left his company. You know, there, it's no more of a question of should I stay here, or shouldn't I? The door is closed and it's closed so tightly that there is no returning. And I feel sometimes like I'm squeezed through a path like this trial I was going through this past week where God is is pulling me through the path there's I can't turn around there's no other way to go it's like a narrow hallway and there's only one way to go and that's the way that God is leading me and so um, sometimes those paths are difficult ones but God will definitely lead us and he'll open doors and he'll open windows and it sounds to me like he is opening a door for you so I'm Really, I want to say congratulations. I think that's great. And uh, just remember to give it to God in prayer. And make sure it's a decision that you both want 100% before you step into it. I agree with that. 
I think that's good advice. Yeah, yeah I think so too. So do you think uh, we might be, have a fire, be able to have a fire tonight or is it too... No, because every time we, we decide that we're going to light a fire in our backyard, then um, we get uh, hurricane force winds that all of a sudden come up out of nowhere and make it impossible. We had a, a neighbor um, about three or four houses down from us that tried that a few years ago and burned his entire house down because the wind just blew the entire yeah. fire against his house and up it went. So, um, And we're in a treed area here, so I'm a little bit little bit apprehensive. I have been trying to have a backyard fire. For now, years. Now, the sky is blue, which yeah. is why I asked you. I just But the wind is howling. Again, yeah. The wind is the howling The wind is howling, howling again. Oh, yeah. Every time we've wanted to have a backyard fire, it gets canceled. I think we haven't had one for three years. It's like well, we should probably not plan them while we're looking out the window, seeing the trees swaying violently in the... <laughs> In the breeze. It looks so beautiful. The sky is blue with a bit of white. With a bit of white. (laughs) It's never windy when the skies are blue. I don't get this. Yeah. It's weird. You know what my cousin did this morning? I used to like her until this morning. She posted a picture on Facebook. Well, that's harsh. (laughs) Wow. Okay, now you have to say which cousin. I think it was Kim. You think? Kim. Oh, no. She posted a photo on Facebook of the snow in her yard. She had snow this morning. It was so depressing. I was really sad to see that. Where does she live? She lives just outside of Winnipeg. She lives in Manitoba, not too far from here. And she had snow. Yeah. She had snow this morning. Well, we've seen snow in May before. Yeah. It is May, right? Was it that cold Uh, last night that people close to us are having snow? I heard there was a storm coming recently well i heard nathaniel saying there's a storm coming so maybe it's <laughs> i heard from myself right too. at the beginning yeah, yeah. of this podcast you heard it from yourself that's <laughs> I where i heard me. it from so too. maybe that storm was was true well there you go maybe it just wasn't for us oh yeah. i don't know yeah it was kim i'm looking at it right now on her facebook kim kim i'm sure she she, she still loves you don't worry about it <laughs> and it looks yucky so I don't want. I hope it doesn't. That's a come technical here. weather term. Yeah, it's looking yucky out there. Yucky yeah. mm. is, is just yeah. That's okay, like it said special weather statement in effect for Brandon Nipawa, Carberry. Now she's just naming Tree all Hearn, of these. Killarney, etc. I'm not going to name them. Very yeah. strange sounding names. Treehorn. Hello, Treehorn. That was yesterday. That that uh, weather warning. So hopefully it's done now. I'm like. Come on, it's Mother's Day weekend. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, it's Mother's Day weekend. Uh We don't want snow for the moms. Yeah, what do you mean, sorry? You still have another day to redeem yourself? That's true. I can bring it back. (laughs) You can bring it back. Watch him run out the door as soon as we stop recording. (laughs) I always forget when Mother's Day and Father's Day are. I still don't know when Father's Day is. You still don't know when my birthday is. Don't say it out loud, but you just don't. I just had to think for a minute, yeah. (laughs) Yes, you know when Dad's birthday is, right? No. No, he doesn't. Yes. So Mother's Day is tomorrow. Wish you all a wonderful Mother's Day. We should have, we should have taken a few more mother's questions. Let me see if I have. Have you even thought of that? I don't know. I've got another question. I don't know if I'm going to save it for next. Can we week. just make one up? No. Do you want to make up a mother question? <laughs> How's it being a mother? Yeah, I have a go. question. <laughs> yeah. Here's the Mother's Day question. If it's like three o'clock on a Saturday and I still yeah. haven't bought my mom a Mother's Day present, I'm an 18-year-old boy. What should I do? <laughs> I've, Hide I've, your head. It's strange. I've been in that situation before. Yeah. Just <laughs> hang your head in shame. <laughs> well, you know what I used to do on my birthdays? What? I used to just grab something from my room and hand it to you. That was when I was like really. You young. did that was and wrap very it in toilet sweet. paper and and yeah paper towel yeah and elastic. I'm sure you guys really appreciated. It was that. great. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I giving me like games and I would give you my old teddy bears. Yep. yep. Aw, that is so sweet. <laughs> I was giving up a part of me, so that's it meant well. A lot. It meant there a lot. you go. Yeah. So that would be nice tomorrow. Give up a part of you. And let's see what, maybe some dishes from your room or something like that. Bring some of those dirty dishes back down. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's that or the teddy bear I'll have to choose. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to plan what we're doing for Mother's Day tomorrow. Maybe we could like go for a drive to get some Dairy Whip French fries or something like that. Shout something out to we, Dairy Whip. Yeah. Something shout, out to Dairy shout out to Dairy Whip. If you live in the States, you got to come up to Canada for Dairy Whip fries. Just for Dairy Whip, yeah. Dairy <laughs> Whip is an interesting experience. Do they have any other locations? No. No? Is no. it just that one? 
Yeah. They uh, have like the best homemade French fries. Just, I guess is just, it still considered homemade fries? No. If they're not at home? No, that that's just false advertising. How are they homemade fries when they're making <laughs> they them didn't, in? They do yeah, not advertise homemade. homemade. I just said that. Are you sure they don't yes, advertise homemade? Yeah, they don't. Look, they advertise home style. Home style. Like home style. Maybe. There's just something about Dairy Whip that just kind of, it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> kind of creeps you out. Right. Yeah. Kind of freaks me out a little bit. I it's like it shouldn't have survived this long. Maybe I don't know. That's it. Yeah. Something. Well, they've been around since I was a little kid. I remember my mom and dad would be driving home, and all of a sudden we'd see them at the lights, and the little clicker would go on. They're turning left off of Desmarons, and I would nudge Bonnie because I didn't want to say anything to ruin it. You know, I thought if I say something, they might change their mind. Like, are you going to Dairy Whip? And I'd give Bonnie a little nudge, and I was like, oh, they're turning off. They're going to Dairy Whip. And mom and dad would go and buy us an ice cream. And I was like four years old, and these people are still at the same place. Probably some of the same workers are still doing their job. It's incredible. I'm only like 24, so that's not that long. <laughs> it's weird to... No, no, it's been a long time. It's weird to think, like, it's where I work now. There's people who have been working there since you guys were kids. At at Dairy Whip? Not kids. No, where I work now. Like, when you guys were younger, like, pretty Because pretty it only young. opened when I was 17. That store so opened. He works at There's Superstar. people there that have been there since it opened. Like since, since really yeah. well, I used to take you there. Yeah, so there's people that have been working there since then. They probably made right. good money. Right, people. You yeah. were five or so. And Most we of those used people have been there since before I was born. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was the place wow. to to work when I was, was in high school. Everybody wanted to heard, work yeah. there. They paid. See, minimum wage at that time was what three seventy five an hour. I think they paid twelve dollars an hour to be a cashier. So you're it only twenty four, and they paid three seventy four. For it was wage. they paid high maybe oh. it was like i don't know it was That's a lot bad. maybe it was like nine dollars an hour or something but it was really high and minimum wage was like four dollars or something you know so everybody wanted to get in there but after a couple of years they changed it so it could be that those people who have been there that long had that wage right from the beginning and kept it i would mm. have kept that job too it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. the price differences. Uh, today, somebody mentioned to me there was like a, a bag of pasta. And they said, like, oh, those used to go for 30 cents. And now it's like $5 for it. It was, it wow. was really weird to me how, how fast the price would change from mm-hmm. that, like that fast, how yeah. it just goes up. I remember when I was young, chips were 15 cents. And how much was a drink? 10 cents for a Coke or 20 cents? I think it was cents? more than that, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. Cheap. 30 cents. It, Pop hasn't gone up that much. It hasn't much. gone it's up It's the same price as a bag of chips. Probably. Aren't they still? Like yeah, a regular a, size bag of chips. They were bigger than the Halloween size. A can of Coke used to be fairly oh. expensive. Okay. Well, that makes we sense. Yeah. They probably would have It was probably a quarter. Separately. I don't know. Even back then. And I remember cigarettes were like a buck. My sisters would send me. Back then, you'd send kids to the store to buy cigarettes for you. And we'd go on our bike and I'd pick. Yeah, a, so a buck for a, so I don't even know I remember how much being, they are now. Maybe twenty bucks or something. Yeah, I was I was maybe seven or eight, and I remember my parents um, sending me down to Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven just opened up, and I used to walk down to Seven Eleven across a busy street and go and buy um, cigarettes mm-hmm. for for both of them, and just walk in and buy cigarettes as a as a young kid. It's just unthinkable now you know, the and then we, we used, used to, to buy candy cigarettes and pretend that we were smoking it was oh, like I mean people well, you were in the rough crowd that that's why people they, still do that they still pretend they oh, smoke yeah little kids oh yeah well little, little candy treats uh, sticks <laughs> yeah, I used to do it it was really, it wasn't even yeah. that popular when you were young like I don't know where you oh, would have kids seen did that all the time there were I think there were Popeye candies yeah like they Popeye don't call them sticks. cigarettes anymore though no, no, they're no, called no. candy sticks. Oh, candy, candy sticks. sticks. I think. Ah, yeah, yeah. all right. But everybody just loved the. And idea. they had the like the red tip on them to. No, these were just straight white. Really? The one, they were like a oh. chalk stick. Because the other ones had like the filter painted on them. Oh, they. they had and then yeah. the end was red. They were advertising it as like as candy oh, yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had cigars. They were chocolate. And then oh. they had the Cuban lunch. 
Oh, I love the Cuban yeah, lunch. Yeah, Cuban lunch was a, uh, a rectangular piece of that. chocolate. Okay. And it, it was 50% chocolate and 50% candle wax. That no, is disgusting, yeah. <laughs> it is not. Be careful what you say. You're going to get sued by the fifty uh, percent candle wax <laughs> by the yeah, company. Yeah. No, just saying that. That's it's what I. It's very good. That's what that's you my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I it's, never read the label. Maybe it's fifty percent Cubans. You'd feel pretty pretty foolish though <laughs> if you read the label and it did say fifty percent candle wax. Is there any foods okay. that have wax in them? Uh yeah. I hope not. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely probably some process. I used to eat would. something. What had wax? But like you get to the bottom and there was cheese. wax on it. It was like a, a sucker or something, oh, and it had wax. Bottle drink things that you bite the tip off. Yes, of, that. You don't, you don't eat the wax. And you then, you suck the, and then you suck the juice out. Right now, she's saying yeah. you don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you weren't <laughs> supposed to chew it. No. There's these candies I used to eat. They're called thrills. They're purple little gum, and they actually say on the pack now, still tastes like soap. Oh, yeah. I had those, yeah. What yeah. What's this called again? Thrills. Thrills. Oh, thrills. So you just, oh, yeah. 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 I've had that at the last house. It was disgusting. They're oh, so good. I be careful. It. The thrills company might Sorry, no, it was really good. <laughs> might just hear this. <laughs> Someday. They're you not know, a sponsor. You know what we so should make for it. our readers? Make them like a, a box full of treats that they don't get. In the states and send it out to them. Sounds expensive. We, like ketchup yeah, chips. They I don't get to, ketchup chips. No, that's true. I used to. I used to have people ask me all the time to send things down to them. Um, yeah, the strangest requests. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. maple flavored. For some reason, you know, everybody thinks everybody up here eats maple. No, flavored. do you like maple? No, me neither. Me neither. No. No, sorry, everybody, but yeah, we no, just exploded a myth. Right I don't there. either. Yeah. No, I never eat maple flavored stuff. Like, no, not at all. No. Well, maple syrup is really good. I mean, there's definitely yeah, a just lot any of maple syrup stuff. is good. I What's eat Aunt Jemima syrup. It's not weird to see maple stuff. Like, there's definitely a lot of it, but I just don't like it. Yeah, like, not a fan. It seems to be more of a thing for tourists to buy maple stuff. Like, here, buy a yeah. little bottle of maple syrup and take it back. Like, it's almost like we're just playing into the joke. And that kind of made it the big <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't I know. Guess. That would be good. Or the but... maple leaf. That that makes more sense. True. Yeah, I guess. I mean, no, that's true. It's on our flag. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Whoops. We, we should like it. <laughs> oh, I was wow. thinking about the candy cigarettes again. One thing that we used to have, too, is the um, little doctor's bags. You used to buy them like a Kmart or whatever. They were like a hard shell little doctor's bag and inside had like a pack of pills what yeah and it was um, are you sure this was candy was this it was, a dream it was candy was this... it was yeah. candy but it looked like aspirins what so, yeah <laughs> who would want that what yeah so you'd That's have your little terrible. pack of pills inside the, and then you'd eat like them a, up like a so we hazard. used to pretend that makes me going to buy <laughs> smokes for my parents yeah. seem palatable like you could easily just mistake them for other pills couldn't you yeah So things were really politically incorrect when we were young. There's advertisements like for the 60s, and I was born in the 60s. It might be just before I was born, where they're like advertising to give your babies Coke. Have you ever seen those? I've seen that. There's been a lot of of strange... There was a lot of cigarette ads that used to do stuff like that too, right? Like, oh, this will make you healthier and stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I know, that's funny. I wonder, is there any I'm surprised laws we're still behind alive. that now? Or is uh, laws behind like in for or I guess cigarette ads? Saying things like, Oh, this will make you healthier. I guess just false advertising almost. You hear a lot of there's been a lot of that over the whole COVID thing. Definitely. You know, yeah, this'll yeah. this'll make you better. And, right. You know, and uh, so you have to be I think people have been getting charged with that. There were some websites that were saying, you know, the cure to COVID and stuff. So they started to find these people that are saying like, no, 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 that is not a cure for COVID. So you have to be really careful about that. It's amazing how many people get um, sucked into those scams. On YouTube, it's big. Uh, They're pretty much deleting any channel that has any false information. Really? On anything. Or not channel, but videos. Like They're they're trying to keep it pretty clean. Did you hear they actually managed to cure a few people? There's there's a... Have they? I did not hear that. Yeah, but but getting into into different drug trials and things. Yeah, it's still pretty uncertain. It's it's early. Yeah. It's early. So they're they're saying for something that is actually going to, um, you know, make make a huge difference, anything that's close to a vaccine will be... 
We'll be a ways away yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're getting there. It's a lot yeah. of people working on it, and and, uh, and that's 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 good news. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we just... Nathaniel and I went to visit Aunt Joyce. We talked about her, I think, in the last podcast about her kids waving to her from across the street. I don't know if I told you that, Michael. So Nathaniel yep. and I yep. went down. We parked across the street. I could barely see her. She was like as big as a pinpoint. She was waving her little pillow in the air she had a red pillow and we were across the street so I put my the roof of my little Volkswagen Beetle up and down and up and down we were waving to Aunt Joyce with the car (laughs) so it was nice yeah it was really good to go and see her but I'm thinking maybe we should wrap up this podcast today unless you guys have anything else that you wanted to discuss not sure about that. No, my coffee good. is empty, so oh, you man. need to have that's a refill song. on your yeah. Jamaican me crazy there. That's the timer for us there. there that's it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like one of those hourglass. I'm going to have to get a, a cup that is uh, clear for next time, and then I can just point to it when it's when you it's could, done. You yeah. could get yeah. a bigger cup. No, so. this is a twenty ounce cup, and I don't think I can handle more than that in one shot. There are some podcasts ounce. that are three hours long. Oh, three hours. Can you imagine talking for three hours? That's I a think. lot of coffee. Wow. Well, with that, we'd like to say goodbye to you all, and um, I hope that you stay healthy and safe. Don't forget to visit my website at timewarpwife.com for daily devotions and Bible studies. And um, you're loved by an almighty God. Bye-bye. Bye for now.